one of the most powerful ways to be generous is to give people your time. Your time is actually more valuable than money. Abundance is an inside job and your intuition is the key to unlocking it all. Hello and welcome, I'm Rebecca Davison, founder of the Intuitive Life Academy, the leading place to develop your intuitive and psychic gifts. As an ascension guide and light leader, I'm committed to bringing you all the latest tools, developments and the neuroscience available when it comes to the art of effortless manifestation. This show is for lightworkers and for those who identify that your intuition is your greatest guide to bring you happiness, expansion and money. With my corporate banking background, you'll receive practical advice along with all the energetic tools that you can apply in your life today. So if this resonates with you, let's jump into the world of abundance and learn what it takes to experience true freedom. Hello and welcome folks to Intuitive Abundance, the podcast you're listening to episode 9. Today I would really love to speak to you about the art of generosity. I'm actually in Wellington on holiday, I'm in a hotel, so if you hear any background noise please do forgive me. But today I really want to dive into this topic because I've been on a little bit of a road trip and have been going to visit relatives and I just really want to speak to the power and kindness and generosity and in lots of different ways. You know, I've been traveling with my mom and even going into some of the stores on the way up to visit family, just noticing the difference in people's attitude and how it makes a big impact on you and your energy field. Like if you walk into a store and you're acknowledged, it does something to just lift your spirit, right? To be, if I have somebody smile at you, that is an act of generosity. And we might think these things are small, but they're actually hugely important. When we are the person who's prepared to initiate, to be the person to be the generator, so to speak, the person who gives in the first instance, whether it's the smile or the catching of the eye or the acknowledgement, when we're the person to do that in the first instance, that is generosity in action. And I really want to unpack this topic today because it's been such an interesting trip in regards to you know, going into a store and having somebody chat to you and say hello, you know, just offer themselves versus other people who have been closed off. You know, we went into one store, the shop owner was standing outside, didn't acknowledge us as we walked in, didn't acknowledge us as we walked out the whole time we were in the store by ourselves. Now, this might be seen on a very macro level, but we're going to unpack this a little bit because even seeing family members, right, and their generosity and their willingness to spend time with us and to do little things like pick up the tab for coffee or to have us to stay and, you know, to make sure that we're staying in a beautiful place and they've cooked a wonderful meal for us. All of these things contribute to your abundance mindset. They are all acts of generosity. Now, of course, you know, we can be generous with our money and what we choose to do with that. 
pay people well, pay people on time. Those are acts of generosity. You know, there's nothing worse. And I remember seeing this in the bank quite a lot when people would go into a little bit of distortion around money. Sometimes it was just through lack of awareness, right? They, they hadn't transferred enough money over to their credit card to pay their bill or, you know, but then again, there can be an emotional component around it behind it as well. Feeling like, oh, I don't have enough money to do that when they actually do. You know, it's a different story altogether when you don't have enough money to do that because you really don't, right? There's not money in the bank account at that present moment in time to be able to transfer it across, you know? So, but the distortion gets created though when we don't face it, right? When we don't acknowledge it. And I learned a lot from banking in that respect of you have to be willing to address it. You have to own up. You have to face it. You have to look at your money. You have to see what's going on. You have to look at the relationship that you're having with your money. How are you feeling about it emotionally? Are you driving fear and lack? That's going to move through energetically into your bank account, into paying your bills. You know, are you the person who pays your bills on time because you can? Or are you the person who waits to the last minute. I remember having a really funny conversation once with a woman, a client, and she said that she never paid her bills on time because she kind of had this, she was like, begrudging kind of energy and she would end up having to pay the fee because you know how sometimes you get a discount if you pay promptly she would always end up having to pay the fee because she would always pay her bills late right and what we don't realize when we do actions like this is through the law of one the law of one being we're all connected everything is energy we're all connected we all have a soul as human beings so we're all connected through that soul level when we don't make that payment, we're not actually hurting the other person, we're actually hurting ourselves, right? And this is why we want to really take ownership of our own body, our awareness, our energy field, and really work to keeping our energy as expanded as possible. Generosity expands your energy. It expands your spirit, right? When we give somebody a smile, it lifts us up and the other person. When we um, when we choose to give, no matter how much we have. Now, this really landed for me actually when I was traveling in Egypt and staying at a place called Dahab, which is on the Red Sea. Great for scuba diving if anybody's been there before. And I remember walking kind of in the desert area around Dahab and there were Bedouin women in the desert. And, you know, they had nothing. They had what they were carrying. But they still, you know, had they had these most amazing, juicy, ripe, delicious dates. And they would offer them to us. They would be like, here, take this, have this. And that blew me away. I was like, these women have nothing, right? They have nothing. You can tell that they just have what they're wearing, what they're holding, but they're still willing to give. It's like they understood the law of one better than we did, that when you give to others, you will receive. You know, that's actually another law, right? Law of cause and effect. But when we do that, when we're generous with others, we're actually being generous with ourselves. When we're willing to give to others, it actually makes us feel good. And if you understand about energy and frequency, the name of the game is to feel as good as possible. Because when you feel good, your energy is expanded and it's open and you're activated a lot of um, frequencies to make it easier for the universe to give to you through laws like cause and effect. You are the cause. What is the effect? And this is why we say you only lack what it is that you do not give. So if you're wanting to feel more supported, give support. If you're wanting to feel, you know, more generous, be generous right? If you're wanting to feel more abundant, how can you create, help other people to create abundance? 
that and that feels amazing, right? When we're willing to give and when we're willing to receive, we don't want to go into martyr, right? And shut down our ability to be able to receive. We want to learn how to open up and receive more, but we want to do it from a beautiful place of flow. You know what it's like when you get into a car and maybe you're learning to drive and you're doing all the little bunny hops. It's so much nicer when we get to that place where we're just like, oh, I know how to do this, right? This feels good. I know how to change the gears without stalling the vehicle. I can live in flow. And that's the aim of the game. And this is why the art of generosity is so precious and so important in terms of helping us to feel good. Now, of course, we can be generous with the money that we have. I know some people have come out recently and said, you know, tithing isn't a big thing. Tithing really is for no other purpose in my awareness other than to feel good, right? You give the money with the feeling of just wanting to help somebody, no other expectations around it. Not like, oh, I'm a good person because I've given this money, just because it feels good to do it. It feels good to know that I'm supporting somebody else right now because I can. And that's it, right? There's no other agenda attached to it. It's just for activating feel-good energy in your energy field. And that's why, of course, we talk a lot about random acts of kindness. What can you do today to bring a smile to somebody else's face? You know why? Because it makes you feel good to be the person who's initiating that surprise or delight for somebody else. And this is um, universal law in action. We get to feel good when we help other people to feel good. And that's the name of the game. So therefore, it becomes a situation, how can I do that as much as possible? And if I've done that before, but I've forgotten perhaps, how can I do that again? Right? How can I activate those energies again so I get to feel it in my body? You know, so some really good lessons too around... Often the pursuit, and I talked about that in a previous podcast, right, Affluenza, about how the pursuit of wealth can actually make us really miserable because we never feel like it's enough. We never feel like we're being filled up. We never feel like we're being fulfilled. Generosity will bring you fulfillment hands down every time, right? If you're bringing a giving from a place of not expecting anything in return, if you're giving from a place of true authenticity, which is I'm giving because I love to give, Right? not because I need to receive anything in return from that, you will ironically be given to yourself anyway through universal law, but do it because it feels good. Now, of course, we can do that from a monetary point of view. We can give to charities. We can um, give money. We can pay for the next person's coffee. Just little things like that can actually make a bigger difference in terms of raising your own vibration and helping you to feel good. Do as much as you can with what you have. You know, that's the rule of thumb. Nobody's going to expect you to give money that you don't have. But, you know, give to something that you would love to, you know, it may be a circumstance that you've been in before where you struggled to close the gap or there was something going on in your life and you really need a little bit of assistance and somebody really stepped in and helped you. Maybe they offered their time, their money, their attention, their focus, their skill set, their wisdom, but be the person who chooses to pay it forward, right? To be the person who gives that. And I just really want to acknowledge all my fabulous family for hosting us and looking after us and taking the time to spend with us while we've been up here in the North Island. It has been fabulous. Sending so much love and blessings to all of them. And you know, the deep appreciation that comes from when you recognize that people have made the effort 
right? Appreciating that, you know, you know that the person who, even if you've gifted them a coffee in the line behind you at Starbucks, they are going to feel good for the rest of the day, knowing that a complete stranger has thought of them. It's not really about the coffee, right? It's just about the fact that somebody has taken the time to be thoughtful. And money is a place where we can choose to be really thoughtful. Money is powerful. Where we choose to flow it is powerful. Like I said, you know, making sure that we pay our staff well, making sure that we pay our bills on time, that we don't go into that distortion of slowing things down. Because what you're doing when you do that, if you have the money to pay it, pay it as soon as possible, right? Because then you're keeping the flow of energy going. If you slow things down, and sometimes people do this because they're like, I don't have the money, but they have to learn, okay, what does it take to be the energy and the vibration and the frequency where I do have the money? What does that feel like? And how can I start activating these universal frequencies? so I can feel abundant. And one of the best ways to do that is even if you've got five bucks, right, is to go into a store and look around. A dollar store would be a good idea probably. And look around and go, I can afford that, right? Right in this moment, I have $5 and I can afford to buy that because it's activating the energy of like, yes, that is possible. So then it becomes less about the money and more about what you're saying to yourself and the energy you're running through your physical body and your energy fields and what you're telling yourself is possible. So then it becomes what would it take to be able to afford something that's $10, not I can't afford that. It's like, what would it take? You're opening up energy. You're asking the universe a question. You know, the universe doesn't like a void. When you ask a question, it will move to fill that question that void that has been opened up by asking that question. You know, it's physics. So really dropping it into a space of going, starting asking more questions of going, okay, well, how can I be more generous? And I tell you what, for me personally, and I'm sure you will agree, one of the most powerful ways to be generous is to give people your time. Your time is actually more valuable than money. Money is a renewable resource. Time is not. And the respect that we only have so much time on the planet. And so we want to squeeze as much juicy goodness out of it as possible. So the best way, of course, and even Joe, Dr. Joe Dispenza, the neuroscientist, right, he calls it the generous present moment. And the reason for that is the present moment is always generous. In the present moment, there's always enough time. <laughs> I don't know, that sounds ironic, right? We live and we only have a certain amount of time on the planet, but in the present moment, you can transcend the structures of time. You know, and the best way to be generous with yourself is to be in the present moment. Now, for example, like I will meet people and often people will think that I'm not very busy because I know how to be present. When I'm with somebody, I'm with somebody. I'm not thinking about my work. I'm not thinking about my shopping list. I'm not thinking about all the things that I need to get done by the end of the week. I'm completely present with that person. Now, this is what happens, of course, when people get a little distorted on their time. They start thinking about the past or they start thinking about the future. And guess what that does? That creates stress. So learning how to be present to the moment, to this moment now with yourself and relationship with the self is one of the most generous things you will ever do for yourself. If you're living in that space of like, I haven't got enough time, I can't do this, this isn't working for me, you will end up creating more of it and it will create more stress. And this is rampant these days. 
right? People are being asked in jobs to do things that, you know, I remember in the banking industry, there was a woman who was doing like two and a half jobs and the stress, it was extreme, you know, and again, we have to create our own boundaries and standards and to be able to speak to those boundaries and standards and say, actually, I value my health over and above this paycheck, for example, and have the courage to actually do that if it's being detrimental to your health, if nothing's changing, if you're not getting the support that you need. We need to cultivate those that courage to be able to say, wow, this really isn't working for me. So I need to start listening to my intuition to go, okay, what's the next step? Because if I made a choice to get into the situation, I can make it choice to get out of it and this is often what happens where people forget that they have any power to initiate especially when it comes to their job or it comes to money like people say things to themselves like this is a death sentence folks you need to do this job for the money please right learn what it takes to start cultivating the courage to eradicate that kind of thinking from your mind, from your body, from your energy field. Start asking yourself other questions and says like, what else is possible? How can I create a side hustle? What is it that I love to do? What brings me joy? What would I do all day, every day if, if, that I love that I, if I, and what's a way that I could get paid for it? You know, maybe you love to sing or you love to paint or it lights you up or it brings you so much joy, but you don't think think it's possible to monetize it. It is. I've seen people who make Lego on YouTube and they make millions of dollars out of it. I'm like, how is that even possible, right? (laughs) That they make Lego and film it and they get paid for that. Imagine that, just making Lego all day. If that is possible, it is possible to bring your joy and your creation and your version of happy forward and to be able to spend the majority of your time doing that. And I know like, if people are right now listening to this and you're employed and happy, that's awesome. Keep doing it. If you're employed though and unhappy, you have options. It's your life. You're Again, you only have so much time in this physical form. So choosing to be generous with yourself by giving yourself the gift of joy. So coming back to this generous present moment idea not living in the past, right? Not ruminating, not thinking he said, she said, I can't believe they did that. Oh my goodness. You know, when we keep on bringing the past into the future, we keep on kind of crapping on ourselves. It's not healthy for us. It's not healthy for the other party. It doesn't change the energy. It keeps on um, compounding it in a negative way, which contracts our energy field and makes us feel like rubbish. So we need to learn what it is to kind of let the past go. Now, a big part of that often is forgiveness. This is how we free up space in the present moment by letting go, letting go of the hurts, the woundedness, excuse me, the situations where we felt hurt by people, where we felt wounded by others. You know, if we keep on bringing that forward, it just hurts the people around us. It's not healthy for us. It's not healthy for our life. It's not great for our kids, our partners, our extended family. We really need to learn what it is to let stuff go. And I know that is a topic for a whole other podcast (laughs) and how it really does affect your abundance massively. If you can't let stuff go, you will not be living in flow 
Ooh, maybe I should make that a bumper sticker. If you can't still let stuff go, you won't be living in flow. You won't be experiencing ease and grace and just like, oh, life is going my way. It's going to feel like a struggle. It's going to feel like an obstacle course. It's going to be exhausting. So that's really the past. We want to learn how to let the past go. We want to learn how to do the deep work of forgiveness. And forgiveness is huge in terms of abundance. And people don't even realize the connection. You think about it. How can you honestly live an abundant frequencies if there's somebody in your past that's unforgiven. Energetically, it's like a kink in your hose. You're not free and clear. So you really need to do the deep inner. And there's a lot of there's a lot of kind of mythology around forgiveness too. You know, people don't really understand what forgiveness is. Forgiveness is really about letting go. It's letting go of all the charge of the angst, of the hurt, of the pain. You know, if you think about feeling upset versus feeling neutral, that's what forgiveness is, is when you can come back to a place of neutrality. No matter what's happened, no matter what's occurred, and let me tell you folks and my work too, you know, I often see some really upsetting, shocking and charged things that have occurred for people. You know, the worst things that you can think about in terms of people experiencing, I've seen a lot of that in my work you know, lots of different things. And it's, you know, it's tragic and painful and difficult. But willingness goes a long way when it comes to forgiveness. And forgiveness will set you free more than anything. And it is a consistent practice. We need to keep on going back to it and making it a practice. I choose to forgive you again in this moment. I keep on choosing to forgive you and being willing to be that person who does that. That's going to free up so much space in your present moment. And I know your brain might be thinking, how are those two things even connected? Just trust me, you want spaciousness in your life and in every moment. And you want that spaciousness to be filled with love and light. And those two things are unseen. They're intangible, right? They are, you know, we only see so much light spectrum through our physical eye. There is so much more light around us and available to us that we are living in. So we want to learn how to create more spaciousness and really be aware of the energy that we are in and what we're, you know, what's around us, picking up those subtle nuances that other people miss. That's what happens when you become very aware of the energy field around you. Okay, so, and the other thing, of course, too, you know, being generous with your time and your presence, because you think about it, folks, one of the most amazing feelings in the world is when somebody you love is giving you their undivided attention. That has to be one of the most delicious feelings ever. And if you really cultivate this, you're going to feel deep levels of fulfillment. And also one of those people should be you, right? That it's great to receive that from others, but what does it take to really start giving this to ourselves? And you can tell probably even from me saying that, that is a holy practice to give ourselves time and attention and focus to make ourselves a priority and to be willing to do that. That's high act level of self-love, right? Being willing to be the person who's like, yeah, I'm valuable. I'm going to pay myself some attention. I'm going to listen to my emotions. I'm going to be a witness to that. That is being generous with ourselves. And it's so easy for us to be generous often with other people, but not so much with ourselves. So of course, the other side of that, talking about time, is letting go of the future. 
And I see a lot of this too, right? Destination addiction, especially being in the coaching world, because everybody's like, what's your next goal? A lot of people talk about the difference between goals and intentions. Wait, what do you intend to have happen? I think an intention sometimes makes it easier actually to achieve the goal. You know, like people might come to me and they'll say, oh, I want to make $10,000 each month. It's kind of like, okay, let's unpack that from lots of different angles. Because what do you think making that money is going to bring you that you're not experiencing already? Right? What is it? Because it's often not in the money, it's in the emotion. And we need to cultivate the emotion and get the emotion flowing because the emotion is energy and emotion. Get that flowing in the right direction. And the money just becomes as a byproduct. And I know a lot of people, they'll hear something like that and they'll think, what? You know, how can money show up? But money is energy. It's an energetic frequency. If you're living in joy and you're open to receiving, you can magnetize what it is that you want to experience. It's totally possible through energy, through the quantum field. It's totally possible to do this. And I've seen, you know, my clients do this a million times over. They start learning how energy works. They start running their energy the right way. They start listening to their intuitive guidance. They start going, okay, this is what I want to experience. So they step, you know, they put the flag in the ground and then they take guided, i.e. I'm listening to my intuition, taking action steps towards it. Because what, of course, we know about your intuition is it's not linear. It's not rational. It's not of the rational mind. It'll give you information, awareness, and guidance that often don't make much sense. So apologies for the the vacuum cleaner in the background, folks. Like I said, I am in a hotel. And so yeah, letting go of the future, the destination addiction, I call it, right? Like when I get there, everything will be okay. When I get all my ducks lined up in a row, everything will be okay. When I've got the house or the car, everything will be okay. Or I've had that trip to, I don't know, Rarotonga, etc., whatever. Everything will be okay. And it doesn't work like that, right? It doesn't work like that. We want to experience fulfillment now. It is not in the destination, right? Once we get to the destination, and I've seen this with people before, they'll often manifest something that they didn't think was possible, right? They've taken an idea and they've brought it to creation in reality, right? It's gone from the intangible to the tangible. And then they're like, oh, crumbs, what do I do now? (laughs) So the idea, of course, is to go, what else is it that you want to create? And this is often where we have to calibrate our central nervous system because often we can freak ourselves out in regards to our ability to really have the universal laws start working for us and understanding that we really are limitless and there is no limit in regards to what it is that you can create. It's totally available to you, totally possible, but you have to choose it. And if you want to go there faster, you'll use your intuition to guide you to be able to take those action steps that bring you into alignment, that help you to experience flow. And being in these energies really help you to be generous with yourself. You know, if you're in the present moment, That is such a gift to other people. That's about being authentic. That's about going, I value you in this moment, right here, right now. One of the offshoots of that, of course, is becoming a good listener, being the person who can be present and can actually, you know, show up to others and hold space for them, like listen to them, receive them, 
yeah, I could do a whole other podcast on listening. Actually, it's so powerful. I have actually done a radio show on that previously about how powerful listening is. Being a good listener is an act of love. It's an act of receiving somebody. So maybe that's a great place to start in regards to being generous. You know, of course, yeah, I could say, hey, go and practice a random act of kindness today. Or what does generosity look like for you? How would you like to experience more generosity in your life? Because goodness knows it's lovely being on the receiving end of it. So how can you cultivate the energy of generosity by being the person who's willing to give and to give freely without expectation of anything in return? Just because it feels good, maybe a really great place to start is just being willing to listen to people, being willing to listen with more compassion, to hear what it is that is going on for them underneath the words. Did you know, folks, that words are like, what, 10 or 15% of our communication? Like something really high, like 80% of our communication is non-verbal. That's massive. So start listening from a different place. Start listening from a place of depth. Start listening with your heart to other people. No, not just your ears. Connect your ears to your heart and start listening from a deeper level. You will hear things and then respond with that compassion because goodness knows that's what people wanting. People want to be seen and witnessed. I saw a really brief snippet the other day on Facebook about, oh, what's his name? Is it Gabor, Gabor Mate, the addiction specialist? And he said that, you know, children aren't traumatized because they are hurt. They're traumatized because they are alone in their hurt. And I was like, wow, that is really profound. So your generosity can be being the person who's willing to lead with love. Be the person who's willing to smile first. Be the person who's willing to celebrate others. Be the worst person who's willing to acknowledge others and send them a little love note and tell them that you love them, that they're important to you. Be the person to initiate contact. Be the person to, uh, you know, pay for that coffee for the person behind you. Be the person who's just willing to think of others. It is going to do wonders for your energetic field. It's going to do wonders in terms of your emotions. It's going to do wonders in terms of your abundance mindset. If you're really dedicated to creating abundance and wealth in your life. It is a natural byproduct. Again, if you're doing it through the intuitive pathway, it will be a natural byproduct of massive amounts of fulfillment. You know, that's why we want to choose work that we love. We want to align with our joy. We want to do those things that light us up because when we do that, we're giving other people permission to do the same. And goodness knows the world really needs people right now who have woken up, right? Who are ready to be like a warrior for love and say, I'm going to be the person who leads with love. I'm going to do what it takes to fight my own inner demons or my own projections of what I think is wrong or bad. And to be the person who really steps into, you know, love really does conquer all. But um, we have to be the persons who are willing to lead with it. And generosity is a good place to start. So really starting to think about it, you know, if you wanted a little bit of an action plan, how can you be more generous with your money? Even if it's just like 2% right, of what you currently make, how can you divert that somewhere? What is it that you love to support? You know, I still remember signing up for Greenpeace and Cashel Mall in 2001. I have supported those guys for years, sponsoring a child. You know, I have done, I've gone through three children now. Again, 
it doesn't matter, right? It's what lights you up, what you think is important, right? And again, be willing to give just because you can, because it's activating frequencies of abundance within you. It feels good and that's all that matters. You don't need to be controlling of where it goes or how it's spent, you know, just trusting that it will reach the right people. Ask your intuition to show you who's legit to give to. Again, coming back to your time, I share my wisdom through the podcast time and wisdom, right? Spending time with people, sharing information, bringing good energy, being the person who's helping to them to see how amazing they are, what they're capable of. You know, I love doing that with my clients. It's just, I will always be that cheerleader to go all the way and say, you're incredible. You have no idea how powerful you are. When you start activating frequencies, you are going to blow yourself away. And let's do this, right? Let's get everything out of the way so you can get free and clear and make this happen. It's your time. And of course, you're so spending time with people, but sharing what it is that you know, and you know a lot. You know a lot and it's valuable. You know how to overcome obstacles, how to deal with difficult people, how to manage yourself through your own hurting, you know, your own wounding, how to heal yourself. You know so much. And guess what? There are people out there right now who would benefit from your wisdom. They need to hear what it is that you know. So trust the next time you're put in front of new people, just ask yourself, how can I help this person that is living in their energy of generosity? The universe will show you if you start asking those kinds of questions. Where do I go? Who do I talk to? Who can I inspire? How can I help? How can I be of service to the divine? It is holy work and it's called being human. (laughs) Anyway, folks, just some ideas and thoughts there on generosity. You know, your actions do make a difference. If you work in retail, big shout out to you all. But what does it take to bring the smile, bring the love and bring the light? It really does make a difference to people. And just be willing, right? Be willing to lead with kindness. Be willing to be thoughtful. Be willing to share of your beautiful self because that's really what people want to see and feel. All right, folks, just a shorter episode today. I am sending you so much love and light. I will look forward to connecting with you again next week. Thank you so much for sending ideas and thoughts and inspirations too. And thank you so much for subscribing to the podcast. I love you guys all bunches and I'll look forward to talking to you again soon. Bye for now. Bye. Thank you for joining the Intuitive Abundance podcast today. If you've enjoyed the show, please be sure to subscribe and write us a review so we can help other people positively impact their lives. I would really love that. If you're ready to activate the energy of abundance within you, then be sure to go to www.intuitivelifeacademy.com to sign up for our abundance activation process. Until next time, here's to your ever-increasing freedom. All my love. Bye for now.